This is Sarah Elizabeth, and you're listening to Front Porch Radio in Columbia, Tennessee, 101.7 WKOM. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. 
Quickwire Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. So pumped, so pumped, so pumped, so pumped on a Thursday to be with you, ladies and germs. The great John Adams' absence uh, is presented once again by Jennifer Morris over at Keller Williams. And I just want to thank John Adams for being absent today because... Now we can really have a lot of fun on here. And then uh, Chris Lee's going to join us later on today in the program. But for the, f- for the first uh, 90 or so, it's us. And we're going to break it down scientifically. And then Chris Burke's upset with me. He's let my producer know that. Which, you know, I'm... Um, get in line. I don't know. Berkey was incredible on here yesterday. Those of you who heard our third hour, if you didn't hear it, I'd encourage you to go to tclub.team. If you like stories, and it was it was just like an old friend taking us under wings and recounting tales to us, and it was just such a beautiful thing. We need to break it out. Essentially, what happened was, last night for the blog, what I do, people that have seen me do the show live or watch me in here, I write down kind of Cliff's Notes versions, annotated version of what people are saying, and then I use it in the blog. So it's not direct quotes, but it's just annotated stuff. Um, And Burke's all tore up, but the point is that Rod Delmonico used, and and Burke, you know, kind of volunteered this, but he used Todd Helton's, like, mythical presence, and all that was still in the air, you know, when when Burke got there a few years later. And he would always say, he would always push Burke with, and, and this is Burke offering this yesterday. Well, Helton, you know, he he wouldn't take this on this team. He he, you know, this was his team. He he wouldn't he wouldn't you know he 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 wouldn't. And so in there somewhere, I put Brian. What's he all upset about? What's Burke all upset with me about? I just want to I want to address this, and then I want to get into what I want to get into. What's he the, said? You called him. He said that right. That you called him laid back and non confrontational. And he had some emojis that exhibited kind of a laughing, you know, the laughing emojis. And then he says, uh, not so much. You're you're trying to to tarnish his locker room credibility, Tom, with his teammates. That's really what this comes down to. Because he's he's non-confrontational and just a great guy off the field. But, I I mean, I remember watching him over there. Um, He was – 
pretty fiery when they were between the lines. And I, I imagine that was the case uh, in practice and in the locker room. And you're, you're, you're trying, you're trying to kind of tarnish that. Is what I. Think. I didn't tarnish anything. I just said what he told me yesterday. What did I tar? What do I mean? I tarnished him. I. I no, that, that's what that, that's what he's worried about. Is that that you're trying to that that this is going to get back to his teammates that he was this laid back guy that kind of a pushover, and that's that's that that, that might be the case now as a as a broadcaster. That might be the case of broadcaster, Berkey. I didn't do that, Berkey. (laughs) This ain't Berkey. This might be... (laughs) All kidding aside, Matt, you were telling me off the air that in your humble opinion, just yesterday's program, all that was just so good. And then when Berkey jumped in there in the third hour, it was just, it was incredible, right? I mean, he, he was incredible on here. Oh, that was one of the one of the, the great segments that that you do. Um, you, you know, you don't get those very often. Everything kind of came together, and, and Berkey's a great interview and had some really good insight and some great stories. Uh, the stuff about Delmonico basically challenging him with Todd Helton is, is great. Would love to know how many of that that stuff's actually true. Um, but uh, I just, I it was just a really really good segment for a, a Tennessee baseball junkie like me. Uh, I I I loved it. I loved it. It was a really really good segment. He was so fun, and uh, some other folks say they got some stories around Todd Helton they want to tell, and I'm like, I'm all I'm all for that. I love stuff like that. So Todd's in the Hall of Fame. We'll continue to celebrate that. It's really great. Another hey, thing. Uh, I, another thing I want to celebrate today, guys, is our favorite players. Now, Matt, I do this as a tribute to Matt Dixon, who a couple days ago dropped an incredible piece over at tclub.team, ran on Wednesday, so that had been yesterday, regarding the um, football team under Josh Heupel. Throat was telling me today, we were, we were comparing notes this morning. He said, Tony, trivia question for you. Three active coaches own national championships. Who are they? And I went, Kirby Dom, O'Shucks Dabo, and I went, who's the third? And I couldn't remember the third. He said, well, you kind of have his brother on every week. And I went, well, damn, I forgot all about that. Guys, different different school. College football is wide open. And Brian, you said it. It's pickup football now. If if you didn't think it was pickup football before, it's absolutely pickup football now. The two coaches in the national championship game both resign, both leave. Pickup football. Jim Harbaugh waited six weeks so Michigan's roster couldn't get raided. Matt, that's what he did, right? I, that, I believe that. If I was a Michigan fan, I would be so happy and indebted toward him that he did what he did. Because he could have taken that job weeks ago. San Diego's wanted him the whole time. <clears throat> that was the worst kept secret in sports. 
Yeah, they had to wait till after the season. But but they're they're also going to promote uh, the Charles Moore, the the OC to, to head coach. So I don't know how much turnover they're necessarily going to have. I don't think they'll have anywhere near the amount Bama did because they're going to kind of essentially keep the thing going with with the guy who was their interim for half the season and beat Ohio State and Penn State. But he still, um, what he also, did is, yeah. And, and this is to your point, you mentioned he waited so long. There's a bunch of schools that have already started their their, their semester. That's so it. The, the potential like transfer spots are going to be limited. Now, I'm sure, you know, schools can kind of retroactively, you know, date some things and, and, and move some stuff around if they really want to. But for the most part, a lot of those guys won't have a ton of options if they enter the portal. No options now. I, I was talking to somebody about this in the deal, and they said that this is all determined by academic calendars. And at most places, with an academic calendar, it's a 10-day deal. And when it when, when we say it's, it's a hard 10 days, there is no fudging around. So in other words, if classes already begin, see, that's the last piece of this has to fall. Because once you get once you get the academic piece out of the way, then you really have pickup football. You know, w- once you get past that. But Matt, you are right. Once you get once you get past that. Yeah, and um, it's a great, great, crazy world you got because you have three of the four teams that were in the playoffs have a different head coach now. So, and then. And yeah, you have, I mean, besides Kirby, I mean, you know, Mac Brown's not competing for titles, and unless Dabo adapts to the portal, he's not truly competing for a national title anymore either. You know, and, and a few years ago, you had no. a, four teams in the playoff where three of the four quarterbacks transferred from somewhere else. They didn't begin school there, and so that, it already had started. It's total pickup football. It, it's it's it doesn't diminish it to me. It doesn't diminish it, Brian. It doesn't diminish it. But Watson Brown was right. Watch, we still watch. Yeah, I love it. We love it. The, the concept of look, college basketball is the same way and has been for years. The concept of you're building a program now, no. It's going to be like Arkansas basketball this year. Some years you're going to have years where you suck. There's really nothing you can do about it. Now, Jawan Jennings remains. I want to do a show today and celebrate sports. Because yesterday we were celebrating things. And... I already have a call on hold here who wants to celebrate somebody in the sports world, specifically me. And I love being celebrated, by the way. But Jawan Jennings, when he played here, I loved him already. When he cut that promo on those coaches on the eve of that Vanderbilt game when he left campus, Matt, he was on a now defunct, what was he live streaming on? Do you remember? He Periscope? Was, on, was it Periscope? Probably Periscope. Yeah, Paris, probably Periscope. It, it was the greatest intercontinental 92nd, 122nd rant ever when he called those coaches losers. He, I think he was talking about the guy that looks like Chris Christie. What's that dude's name? Coached at Michigan. Brady Hoke, all caps, and, and Kevin Beard with his cleats and gloves on at practice. And by the way... This guy is a maniac. He is himself. He did bow up on Kevin Beard and told Kevin Beard, if you talk to me like that again, you're getting your ass whipped right on the practice field. He said, you wear cleats. You think you're a receiver. You're not. I'm a receiver. You're not. Your playing days are over. He bowed up on him, which I love him. 
Jawan Jennings is himself. He's always been himself. He's not. A, he doesn't call attention to himself. Like we were talking about Kelsey earlier in the week, this Jason Kelsey character with the Eagles. No, uh-uh. He doesn't call attention to himself. He just goes out and plays as hard as he can every down. And let me tell you something. As somebody that likes sports, I respect it. That's what I got. Guys that don't play hard, I don't understand that. You've worked all your life to get in the arena. Berkey was talking yesterday on the air with us about, and I was just thinking about this, you know, last night when I was writing down putting his thoughts on paper uh, on the blog over at tclub.team today, which I recounted some of the great quotes that Burke gave us uh, yesterday. And and one of them was an anecdote about how he got the first base. And they were in Colorado. And I'm just thinking to myself, man, being a, being a professional athlete like that, playing in the ping, playing Major League Baseball. And he said Todd Helton just kind of looked at him like, yeah, okay, whatever, nice hit. Not, hey, man, how you doing? How's your family? Is everything going? Blah, blah, blah. Because Todd Helton's locked in, and Burke plays for the other team, and I ain't got time for you. And that's exactly how Juan Jennings is. And by the way, here is Kyle Shanahan talking about Jawan Jennings. And when he blocked his opponent into the Gatorade table over the weekend... To the country, they're all like, what is up with this maniac? To you and me, Matt, what do we know about that? When you saw Jawan Jennings doing that, what did you say? Was he showboating? Was Jawan Jennings showboating on that play? Uh, that's, a, that's a typical Jawan Jennings uh, block to the echo of the whistle. That's exactly right. That's what he, he did is... here. When he was a true freshman and basically converting from quarterback to receiver, they had him on the kickoff coverage team. And the other team would have to double and sometimes triple team him, and he would still be hit fight all of them. And it was just awesome to see. It's it's great to see that he's developed as a receiver, yep, and and ma- and made it and found his little role in a niche in the NFL because he's one of these guys who, as talented and as athletic as he was, he kind of had a ceiling at that, yep. And he wouldn't be in the NFL if he wasn't this cerebral just. All out, give effort on every play, guy. In honor of Jawan Jennings, line, he's a, he's a linebacker playing wide receiver. Here's the topic. He here's the topic in honor of Jawan Jennings. This is exactly right, Brian. Here's the topic. You might not be the best, but you're my favorite. You might not. Anybody can say Michael Jordan. Okay, Michael Jordan. All right, conversation over. Whatever that means. You might not be the best in these sports, but you're my favorite. Who comes to mind for you? The all Juwan Jennings team. You might not be the best. He's not the fastest guy out there. He ain't going to run the prettiest pass pattern for you. But you're my freaking favorite. I'm going to root for you. I don't care if you play for my team, your team, their team, our team, somebody else's team, cross the street team, whatever you play. I don't care if I'm playing with you, against you. Man, whoa, boy, I respect that. Who comes to mind? Help me out with that today. 865-200-5402 if you want to get in. Here's what Kyle Shanahan says about Jawan Jennings, and then we'll go to our phones because somebody wants to uh, really give three cheers to me here momentarily. But here's here's what uh, Kyle Shanahan, his head coach, says about Jawan Jennings. This is, um, this is time well spent, uh, ladies and germs. Hang on one second here. Let me back us up. Let me back us up. Here we go. He was asked about Jawan Jennings and blocking, and what, was he doing it for the camera? Here you go. Listen to this. 
Okay, hang on. Taking the guy into the Gatorade. All right, hang on. For some reason, this thing didn't want to stay in. All right, hang on. Let me let me hold this down. This is live radio, y'all. Don't try this at home. Um, probably. He's um, I mean, what he did on that taking the guy into the Gatorade. It's it's what he does every play out of practice. I mean, I had to. Our defense tried to fight him all last year because they thought he was going above and beyond and the next day in the meeting I had to show him what he does every single play and say it's not personal this is just how he blocks uh, he stops after the whistle he just drives into people puts his face and hands into people and never stops and when it's over he usually goes back to the huddle but usually people are take it personal but it's not personal that's just what he does so the veterans on the team when he first got to camp what he's saying is they were like because they know this in practice I'm sure he still does it but they were like what this guy's Coach, just Rook's over here showing me up. You got to do something about this guy. And he's like, well, no, I'm going to throw some stuff on from Tennessee. And I'm going to show you why we drafted this guy. Now, and then you're not going to take it personally. Because this is who this dude is. Yeah, this is who this dude is. And by the way, he culturally could play any sport he wanted to play. Like Rick Barnes would love him. If he's on a basketball floor, that's a guy, if you're playing against him and he's down low, you're never getting a rebound, a loose ball near him. No way. He's to my my Masek, yeah. Yeah, you're not taking any – he's not taking – he will not take a playoff. I respect him. When they ripped and busted the Eagles bubble this year, he gave an incredible interview on the field in Philly. He goes, ooh, I grew up an Eagles fan. And I grew up loving this team, and I had a great game today. And I'm just like, I love this guy. Who says that? Dream come true. Playing this game. He was just so ebullient and joyful. So that's our topic today. He might not be the best, but he's my favorite. That's our topic. 865-200-5402. And we'll, we'll, we'll kick it around here. Might not be the best. That's my favorite right there. I respect that person. In the meantime, I got a. Brian's telling me I've got a guest here on Newsmaker Hotline that would like to join us now. Perhaps this person has somebody in mind that meets that description. Somebody they point to their children and say, "Hey, this is how you play the game right here. This is what. This is how you play." I, I like, because this guy here, among from being a great broadcaster and an incredible storyteller, as you saw yesterday on here, is also, I understand, a very good coach, as his father is a very good coach. Another guy that respected his uh, sport every time he put his uniform on. Chris Burke, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> My man, Tony B. How are you today, brother? I've never been better. Hey, listen, if there was a, if if I was any better, they'd split me in three, and three people be having a great day today. <laughs> I just felt the need, you know. You were obviously, you know, I know better because I, you know, I make my living with the mic. I know better than to mess with the dude with the mic, so I should have known better than to poke the bear, especially right before you came on the air. So I just want to make sure everybody knows we're just, you know. Radio family, we like to poke at each other. Obviously, Dixon took a shot at me. I thought he had my back. Then he took a shot at me about um, my broadcasting. So it's all it's all in good fun. I just 
I wanted to encourage you since we're just giving each other, you know, yes. friendly family advice. They, yes. they make this stuff where you can put like the audio into a, 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 a software. You could even like use your phone, like an app. What? And it'll just print out the words. You don't what? have to like vaguely. Yeah, it's really, it's pretty crazy. In 2024, you don't have to like chicken scratch some loose interpretation of what somebody said. You can just, just, you know, reporters do it every day. You could probably talk to John Adams about it. I bet Brian, you he has it. He can show you how to do it. Hey, Brian, right. is he cracking on me right now? Or is he going, <laughs> is he going to forward me a product later on today that'll do that for me? Oh my goodness! I mean, I mean, yeah, if you he's, put he's, quotes he's, on something, Brian, don't you think if there's quotes on something, then it should be like a quote? I mean, don't you feel like that, <laughs> Brian? If you put quotes on something, should it be a hard quote, or can it just be understood that people are reading my blog and that's kind of what it is? What do you think, Brian? <laughs> well, it, it also can uh, be a sign that maybe sometimes you've been working too hard and too long and too much. What Brian? No, I. Berkey, you're dragging me into the modern technology. Berkey, do you really have? Is there really a technology out there that I could I could use to do that? So I would. And let's get. I'm gonna let John Adams, since he's the pro. I'm gonna let him help you with that. I think it's like a button on your phone. I'm sure Dixon could could help you. Of course, you have a droid, so I don't know if your phone actually does that. But you know. Well, it's all. Why are you taking a shot at me? What are you doing? (laughs) What do you mean? Of course, I have a droid. What is that? The only person who has an iPhone. How the green side lives. You know, I'm a blue sider, so I've got the blue technology. You got that green technology. I just don't know if they make that voice dictation, or you could just get the actual words of somebody's quote. I think that's helpful when you're like, you know, writing a quotation around somebody's words. I just think that's helpful. I'm weird. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm going to make a note. I'm going to make a note in the blog of your protests. And perhaps I, I'll revisit those two stories. Okay. Okay. But you but were so good. Hey, listen, listen. You are so gifted. You were so good yesterday. I had several friends, baseball community friends, that called me. And they said that's why our sport's the best, because of the oral history aspect of it. And Chris Burke laid some gold down to you yesterday some of that stuff he told well, you well uh, i appreciate the opportunity to talk about todd he he certainly is the the goat of tennessee baseball you know there's 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 been some amazing players go through that program i still don't think rick honeycutt gets his due but um amazing players gone through that program and todd is pretty cool for the whole program for him to get into the hall of fame and um you know, I, I also he might. I want to clarify the first base thing. He might just didn't like me. He might have been nice to other people. He just. He and I just That's <laughs> 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 ah, so uh, great. But hey, let me. Can I weigh in on the maybe isn't the best? But yeah, absolutely. I, I, I think you know Dixie said Mayshack. I'll say Ziegler. Like who who doesn't want to be in an alley with the guy Ziegler? He might not be the greatest point guard in the country or in college basketball, but I think I'd pick him first. Give me him. I'll take Ziegler. You can have anybody else. Um, I think that's such a good one. You know, I was telling a story about how I bumped into his mother, who lives in our area, you know, and we were talking, and she's a, re- she's a fire plug like he is. And she, doesn't mm-hmm. take, she doesn't take a day off. She's like he is. And Charmaine was telling me, she said this thing he's been doing now 
And I don't know if it's like the connect effect or what these guys are doing, but like this connect guy is like a workout maniac um, since mm. he's gotten here. And there's a story in The Athletic about him, about how he lets himself in the gym. Or there's a guy over there that's living over there now who lets him in every night at 10, and he shoots till like midnight, midnight 30. Like he's going to get his shots up. They're going to have practice during the day. He's going to do whatever he's doing academically. And he doesn't do much else like Dalton Connect. He's 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 pretty serious about what he's doing. Well, anyway, Charmaine was telling me that a couple times in recent games that she's been like, everybody comes out and where's my son? And I'm like worried about him, you know. And he's working out now after games. Goes and gets like a full workout in Burke. That's crazy. Well, I, I'm not shocked. You know, I think um, Rick had a quote a couple games ago. I always love to read the articles that the, everything Rick Barnes said after the game because I use a bunch of his stuff with my teams just because he's so much about the right things as far as just blood. And gut. You know, he's talking about that yeah. Alabama game. Obviously, you've given him a bunch of credit for the game plan, but he's like, you know, and I'm sure he's downplaying a little bit of the, of the X's and O's. He's like, you know, we can talk game plans all you want. At the end of the day, it's Guard your man, right? Love it. Take pride in it. You know, help your teammate when he gets beat. Like, it's not really a secret. Like, but we're going to – not saying there's not nuance, but you know what I mean. But he was talking about Vescovy, Ziegler, and James. And his specific quote was, he, he thinks playing hard for a, a sustained period of time is a skill. Like, like some people have better endurance than others. We tend to, we tend to view it as just heart and grit and want to. But I, if that was the case, you know – some of these endurance runners wouldn't be better than other ones, right? There, there is a skill in being able to compete at an extremely high exertion level for a long period of time. And that's why once his knee got healthy, I think they look at a lot of games and they're like, well, why would we take him out? I mean, he, he, he has the motor to play at that level for 40 minutes, every dribble on both sides of the ball. And if he's playing well and not in foul trouble, why would he come out of the game? And then he's got enough energy to go lift afterwards. Like that's crazy. I just think, I just think that's it. he's just extremely gifted in that area. That's not to take away from his toughness and grit and and want to, but I think he's also just an extremely high motor, high endurance. But just like Jawan Jennings, I mean, every coach tries to get their receivers to block like that. How come Jawan Jennings is so special? Like that, we have to stop making those things out to be like some people. Yeah, they might care more than others, but there's there's also a there's something that's more in line with a skill or a talent associated with that, or else they wouldn't be so abnormal. Does that you know what I mean? Well, it's like having play played music all my life. Well, not all my life, but my adult life. I I appreciate the craft and those that work on the craft. And people think, oh, somebody just has a somebody just has. You put an instrument in their hand and they're gifted. No, that is not true. Mm-mm. You can have a gift, but you can bury it in the ground. The scripture talks no about question. the talents. You can take it no and question. put it in the ground. There's no telling how many people down through the years have been the most gifted in something. And you don't even know their name because they didn't get off the couch. But you have to work at something. Now, you got to work. do it the right way. And develop your skills and talents that way. But I look at a, guys like Juwan Jennings and I say, or Ziegler, and I say, man, you respect the opportunity you've been given. 
And I just appreciate that. As somebody that watches and enjoys sports and been around it all my life, and somebody that was never gifted like somebody like you, Burke, but I, I've heard you do your speech that you give to kids where you say, look, I'm five foot nothing. And I decided in high school I was going to play Major League Baseball, and everybody was laughing at me. And I dedicated myself to it, and I worked at it. And, you know, maybe I wouldn't, maybe I couldn't, maybe I couldn't have gotten there, you know. But I was going to give it my best shot. And there's something to be said for that, you know. Well, yeah, but, but you know, not to, to, to go back to, like, a Ziegler, like, I, it'd be interesting to, I mean, he's in the same strength and conditioning program as everybody else. Right. But he has an ability and he, I'm sure he does extra work, but like he has an ability to reproduce an extreme high level of energy and effort and doesn't need long breaks to keep it at that high level. Right. That, Steph Curry is the perfect example about an NBA. Everybody, oh, move off the ball like Steph Curry. Well, most people would have no legs if right. they ran around off the ball like Steph, but he, he can do it and still shoot it at the high level. That is every bit as much of a skill as his ability to actually make the shot. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know. I think, I think sometimes we undersell, um, the, the ability to have endurance as just heart. And if that was the case, there would be more people that could play with that level of high motor. Cause a lot of people want to. Some people just, they need a break. They need a blow. They're gassed. You know what I'm saying? And Ziegler just, and Jawan Jennings, same way. Like, Jawan Jennings probably could have played every snap on both sides of the ball his entire college yes. career. Yes, yes. And been absolutely fine doing it yes. and giving you high-level effort the whole time. We don't do that in the modern game, but I'm sure he did it his whole high school career. I'm sure he never came off the field. Berkey, you're my man. Anyway, appreciate are we still? Are we still now, I want to know something now. Are we still boys? Because after your text oh, this morning, we, I was starting we, to think. I showed Laura this. She said, <laughs> wow, you really stepped in it. Chris is mad at you. <laughs> I'm never mad. I'm always in for some locker room banner. If you can't joke with your buddies, who can you joke with? So we, everybody that loves you, Tony, knows. And yourself, you're just not necessarily a detailed guy. So you're just kind of trying to get the gist of it. That's it's right. It's all good. I just, I just giving you a hard time as a journalist. You know, yep. just if we're gonna put quotation marks. You yes. know, maybe it should be a quote. That's all. Well, hopefully you and hopefully you'll grow to be a little more confrontational. And, and, and less of a pacifist in your life. Yeah, as you can tell, I have a hard time with conversations. Really Thanks, Berkey. Lo- love you. Yeah, Thanks. You got it. Later. Thank you. Chris Burke, ladies and gentlemen. And the question for you is this. In honor of Jawan Jennings, whose coach said they came to me in his first couple of practices and they were like, what? I mean, Matt, that is a beautiful, that's a beautiful quote from him. Because I could totally see that. Those veteran NFL oh, guys exactly going, what, what is wrong with this SOB? He's showing us up, man. Yeah, what's wrong with this this late-round draft pick receiver that we have who's, who's trying this, to make our yeah. team? Who's this guy think he is? If, uh, if Val Wilson played wide receiver, that's what it would look like. 865-200-5402. Let's go back to our phones. Who was telling us the Al Wilson story yesterday about how Get off off of me here. That was Burke. Burke told the story about Al Wilson Berkey yesterday with, uh, with Gabe, Gabe Gross. Gabe, Gross. Gabe told um, Burke. Gabe Gross, who went on to play Major League Baseball, he, he told Burke, he said, um, he played quarterback at Auburn the year Tennessee beat them. And he said, I'll never forget, they were crushing me. 
that day, the, the team that won the national championship. He said they were hitting me, falling on me, throwing me around, the whole deal. He said one game, one game they I got bent up pretty bad behind a pile, and Al Wilson was over there screaming, get off him, get off him, get off him, get off him. He's in a bad position. He's hurt. Get off him. We're going to hurt him. He said that always stuck with me. That's called respecting what you do. You know, that's just that's just respecting Big Al, as his friends call him, or his teammates. That That's just respecting who you are and what you do. So the question today for you, in honor of a guy like an Al Wilson, you know Al Wilson wasn't the best. He wasn't. There have been better linebackers that have played than him, but I'll tell you what, he goes on that John Jennings team. Let's go to the phones. We'll get as many people in here as humanly possible. And uh, Matt has a couple people in mind. If you ding one of Matt's, I'm going to send you to Alumni Hall with a gift card. The topic today is, and ZZ Stop will be the first to go above that list. ZZ Stop and Go in honor of Chris Burke. There are so many. There are hundreds of them. All different sports. Might not be the best. But I love him. Or her. To the phones we go. 865-200-5402. Chris Burke, by the way, uh, with his uh, full-out assault on me, appearing on the TLD Logistics Hotline, online at tldlogistics.com. Basilio quit being a drama queen. Hello and welcome into our first call. You're on the air. Hey guys, it's Polly one. Polly, welcome in. Love the show topic. Not the best, uh, but I love him, Polly. Who comes to mind? Well, I got one. One. I have one caller and one athlete. The one athlete is Charles Barkley. Ah uh, ha 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 ha! And the one caller. Hang on. Let's talk about Barkley for a second. I, there's never kind of, been a guy. There's never been a guy. Six four. I read his biography. And he talked about how when he was coming up, people said to him, you can't do that, man. You're, you're not big enough. And he said, I, he said I, I, I would go out and play when the sun came up down there where he's from in Alabama till the sun went down. He was talking about his grandmother and the impact she had on him. And his grandmother looked at him and said, don't believe anybody. Do not believe anybody when they tell you you can't do You can do whatever you want to do. But you have to believe it yourself, basically. And she basically burned that into him. That guy at 6'4", okay, 6'4", played like he was seven feet tall, Charles Barkley. And I remember when when the Sixers drafted him, he was a little fat guy. They used to make fun of him. Pat Williams, the GM at the time, they, they used to do like a roast of Barkley. They would sit there and make fun of him and crack on him. I, I remember him as a as a rookie getting out on the fast break in the NBA, Paulie, and just slamming over people. We were like, where did this guy come from? Tony, my first NBA game I ever saw, I was mm-hmm. like, I think I was 11 or 10. Yep. And it was the Sixers versus the Bulls in the <sighs> Chicago Stadium. Oh, I love the old Chicago. I was reading, a, I'm Dude. reading a hockey book right now. And they're talking about how the sound in that place reverberated. Do you like it better than the new building, the old Chicago Stadium? Tony, I'm not kidding you. They were the first ones that shut the lights off for introductions. Yeah. And this is a bad 
bad town back then, bad side of town. Yeah. And you couldn't see the person sitting next to you in the seat. That's how dark it got. <sighs> and in that, that game, I saw Moses Malone, mm. Dr. J, mm. Mo Cheeks, mm. Jordan, Pippen, and Orlando Woolridge all in mm. one game. Father of Scuddy. It was just wild, but the reason why I like Barkley is when he threw that when he threw that dude out the window in the Orlando bar. Him and Clyde Drexler, when the guys just came up and threw a couple ice on him, mm-hmm. and they interviewed him, and they said the next day, and they said, "Dude, you you went to jail. Do you would you do anything different, or what would you do different?" He goes, "I wish it was on the sixth story." <laughs> In the day and age of people just, yes, yes, sir, doing yeah. anything, keep getting paid. And now, you know, it's crazy. Everyone is just yes, man. And the way him and Jordan has not talked is because he, he said publicly that Jordan has too many yes men around him. And, he and says, that's oh, how their whole relationship's been gone. Yeah, and he said, his, he said that his organization, now Jordan sold that thing. He said, but he's a horrible owner. His team's a joke. He's he's been a terrible player personnel person. Uh, he basically he called his team a blight on the NBA, and and uh, <laughs> and Jordan was like, Jordan's like, you're my guy. I mean, you can't say thing. And then and basically, Barkley was like, I'm not gonna kiss your rear end, man. I mean, if you know, like like me and Berkey right now, like like. Berkey's given, I'm taking, you know. I'm not going to sit here and go, Burke, I can't believe, man, you would do. Come on, man. No, it's not like that. I mean, you know. I mean, so many so many people would have just been hanging on us to Jordan and just, mm-hmm. you'd be set forever. Mm-hmm. But he didn't care. And that's the reason why Buzz. the radio the radio caller Peterson. is Titan's Bill, I celebrate. You, you celebrate Titan's Bill? I do. Anyone that has the cojones. To go after Dolly Parton in this area, you know, right or wrong, that's gutsy. He did have a really horrible Dolly Parton take. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. <laughs> Dixon, were you were you on here that day he went after? I go, what? He said that, I she, remember does hearing that. She, she does whatever she does whenever the cameras are the cameras on. Are on. That's his take on Dolly Parton. <laughs> I just, go, I go well. I guess there's always one, uh, you know, because you, you you read in entertainment, people talk about Dolly Parton. They go, she's everybody says now, she's an American institution. That's what everybody says about her, and you can't find anybody say a cross word about her. And I'm thinking, well, those people haven't met Titans Bill. Guys, one last thing, and then Thank I'm you. out of here. Great, I, I'm excited for this show, but this. This Manning family is getting close to Marty Smith and uh, and the new guy McPhee, McAfee, McAfee and Marty Smith and the Mannings are getting close to each other. What are the Man- What are the Mannings done now? What's the What's the rub here? It's just I mean I've never seen anyone just run to the cameras besides LeBron James. You could throw LeBron James even in the game when he's playing a game. He knows where all the cameras are constantly. I've never seen anything like it the way these guys are everywhere. Appreciate you. How much you. money do you need? The 
the Kelseys are going to join them. Here's a little prediction for you. The Kelseys are going to be the, they're going to jump in that space. They'll have a, maybe there'll be two watch-alongs going on during the, um, during the games. Buddy of mine, his longtime coach yesterday, told me I missed the mark on the Jason Kelsey thing. He said, it's not his deal. It's our deal. He said, because as a society, we're encouraging guys to act like that now. He said, you and I would have been pulled aside by friends or family and said, dude, you're running around without a shirt on while your brother's playing a playoff game. I mean, you need it that badly. 865-200-5402. So we're on the board with Charles Barkley. ZZ Stop is one. Brian, would you like to nominate somebody? Not the best, but an athlete I love or loved. Who comes to mind, Brian? In honor of Jawan Jennings, whose coach, preparing for the NFC title game, said that him blocking somebody into the Gatorade last week is kind of what he does. Just that the camera caught it this time, but that's sort of who he is. Got thinking. anybody, Brian? Um, I'm just I'm just thinking really hard right now, Tone. You don't have anybody, Matt Dixon. Who comes to mind for you? Somebody might come to mind after a while, but I have to think. All right, you don't like you don't like any athletes, uh, Matt? Wh- who, who? Go ahead. Uh, Drew Gilbert. Tell me about it. Well, the guy was a ma- was and is a maniac on the field. Um, maybe out of control too much at times, but. He was kind of the, the ringleader of, of the revitalization of Tennessee baseball under Tony Vitello. I, I think I think Vitello kind of mentioned this on draft night when he was on set that that Gilbert was probably the, the biggest piece of those those teams that you know got Tennessee baseball back. He's kind of the, the heart and soul of those teams. I remember, he's yeah, kind of, you know, kind of like Bert, you know, he's like what, like five eight, you know, little guy for, from little Minnesota, guy. little guy, and you know, he's he's going to make the big leagues this year with the Mets. And the irony is, they're going to love him in New York, by the way. And the irony is that Joe, he's almost like Lenny Dykstra without the all the baggage and the nuttiness. The irony is, though, that you know he's going to probably be in the major leagues this year he's gonna have an opportunity anyway out of camp and joe mauer goes into the hall of fame and you texted me this yesterday matt but drew gilbert cites joe mauer as being one of his inspirations coming from where he came from hey you can get there now obviously not to that extent but i remember talking to tony one time off you know when this thing was developing and asking him about gilbert and I said to Tony, I said, is that, is that real? Is he putting on? And it was kind of like what uh, Shanahan said about the Niner thing. He said, Tony, this guy's a maniac in practice. Like, he'll pick a fight with his teammates. And then we did something, Drew Gilbert's mother, we did something with her. They did some kind of, um, oh, that's right. Drew had that situation where he, as a child, was extremely sick. And they didn't know whether or not he was going to make it. And there was a children's hospital where he was from that was really instrumental in, um, you know, kind of nursing him back to life, if you will. 
And so they did a benefit. I think it was his senior year, and we were talking to his mother. And his, I was talking to his mother before the camera comes on, you know, whatever. And she's like, I just got to tell my son sometimes, you know, you need to chill. Like, Matt, this guy has one gear. Like, Drew Gilbert has, and it's like a maniac gear. Yeah, and, and you can't fake that. I mean, it, it's kind of right. obvious when somebody's trying to fake being that. Right. And that's, but he's, he's like that pregame, during the game, every, I mean, every at-bat, just in those those games when, when, you know, there's 20 people in the stands and it's 30 degrees, he's out there dog-cussing umpires from center field. Yes. On, you know, a pitch in the seventh inning yes. of a blowout. I mean, that, like, that's just who he is, yeah. And it's, you know, very, you know, Juan Jennings, Drew Gilbert, Ziegler, there's, there's a handful of those guys. There's actually been a lot recently, so there, it's, I'll be curious to hear a lot of our what what all of our callers say. And it doesn't be Tennessee people, by the way. Like um, Poli had Barkley, which is a great example of that. I mean, he wasn't the, he was a Hall of Fame player though. Barkley was, but he wasn't the quote unquote best. That's my favorite thing about sport is that there's room for everybody, and it, and it takes all kinds to kind of make a team, and then it takes all kinds to win. Chemistry is a uh, Chemistry is like an intangible, magical thing that's real. It's real. 865-200-5402. My Eagles fell apart this year because they didn't like each other. Invariably. Like a lot of stories are getting ready to be, or have, are starting to be written. And people are saying that uh, the quarterback changed. Got his big contract and changed him a little bit. At least in the eyes of his teammates, that's what you know. Teammates are telling people. Who knows? I don't. I'm not there. But it's an interesting chemistry. We've seen it here. Chemistry is an interesting thing. We're going to come back. I want to hear your calls. We're way overdue in our timeout. Let's do this. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Alert! Alert! Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has a huge announcement. We're expanding our service center to get you in and out quicker than ever. That's right, five new service bays to get your vehicle back on the road. Don't drive a Chrysler Dodge Jeep or Ram. It doesn't matter. Our certified technicians are trained to work on all makes or models. More service, less time. Only at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Family owned and operated. You can count on us. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call mepainfree.com or call 615-551-9224. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. 
Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood, along with the award-winning service and advice Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trawood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Debbie Matthews grew up and lives in beautiful Columbia, Tennessee. As a realtor, she is well-versed in homes, neighborhoods, development, and schools. She wants to share her love of her home state with others to help them find just the right place to raise a family, open a business, or develop a dream. From luxury listings to land, she can handle it all. She is the current leading producer, Nashville Realty Group. Contact Debbie Matthews Realtor at 615-476-3224. That's 615-476-3224. Columbia's own 8th Annual Mid-State Classic Collegiate Softball Triple Header returns on April 2nd at the Ridley Sports Complex. Columbia Central versus Spring Hill at 10 a.m. Then it's Columbia State versus UT Southern at 1.30. And at 5.30, the Lady Volunteers face off against the Memphis Tigers. Tickets are available online at columbiatn.com slash midstateclassic. Tickets are $10 and good for all three games. The Mid-State Classic, April 2nd. See you at the game. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. TB back with you, 865-200-5402. Again, 865-200-5402. Tony, the topic today today is wasn't the best, but boy, my favorite. Wasn't the best, but man, I love watching that person play. Wasn't the best, but... 
And we're doing it in honor of Jawan Jennings, who's in the NFC Championship game this week. Tennessee fans win either way, because if he goes, they go, we go. One fly, we all fly. If the Lions win, that's several vols in the Super Bowl, which is pretty cool. So either way, and all politics are local, and either way, we win, you win, we all win. One fly, we all fly, you fly, I fly, shoe fly. Chris Lee, Southeastern 14. Bry, is he going to change that thing if Vanderbilt doesn't get their act together at Southeastern 15.5? When that two, well, two more league guys, you told me off the that, air. I'm, I'm going to give you credit for that. That would be a possibility, but they haven't decided what they're going to call it just yet. Yeah, so well, for now, it's Southeastern 14. Yeah, the Big the Big 10 still hasn't renamed The Big league. 10, right? I'm a bust. And they've got 20 teams in I'm it. I'm a bust of so, stones about it. Um, he, he has that Vanderbilt background. I wanted to say one thing about the Jawan Jennings and Todd Helton, comparing him to Todd Helton there. Todd Helton would not really engage with Chris Burke when he was on first base, yeah. when he'd get a hit. I don't think Jawan Jennings doesn't sound like to me that he'll be engaging. Jalen Reeves, Maven, and Cam Sutton are not going to be his ex-teammate UT this week. Oh, <laughs> No, he's going to compete with those he, guys. He is going to, if he had yep. a chance to, yep. due to maybe one of them, what he did to that poor Green Bay Packer. He'll block back. He'll block Cam I, Sutton. I think he'll probably do it. He'll take, he'll take the chance. He'll, he'll take advantage of it. That's a great point. He would throw Cam Sutton over in the Gatorade if he could. Let's go back to the phones. I believe that um, Juwan Jennings would have been a perfect Pittsburgh Steeler. And that's one of my guys, a former Steeler. Hello and welcome into our uh, next call. You're on the air. Hey, guys, T.C. in Athens. Hey, T.C., good to hear your voice. Thank you, man. What a great topic today. And I would like to tell a quick uh, Todd Helton story maybe at the Hit end. Him. Yeah. Um, but as far as uh, players uh, just, that may just not give me one, man. Yeah, give me one. Um, Carnes High School's very own J.J. McCleskey. That's a great one, man. I mean, J.J. is a kid that was five foot six, 125 to 140 pounds, maybe soaking wet, walked on at the University of Tennessee, and by the end of his freshman year, he was a three-way starter at wide receiver, defensive back, and special teams, kick returner, and punt blocker, and everything else. Not only that, they said, okay, maybe he played at Tennessee. We'll never play in the NFL. Well, played eight seasons, again, as a three-way starter on NFL teams. And then now is one of the best defensive back coaches in the country at Tulane. Really great story. And and he will get a kick out of, because he has several friends that listen, he'll get a kick out of knowing that somebody uh, said his name in this topic today. So good for you, man. Yeah, he he has been and will always be my favorite uh, player to come through the University of Tennessee. Obviously, you know, I got to see him growing up. He yeah. and my brother played ball together. That's and, neat. And I was just always enamored by the guy because no one outworked him. No one. And uh, he just had a dream. Hey, real quick, Todd Helton story, man. Mm-hmm. I was in high school. I threw shot put discus at Carnes. One time we had a meet. I want to say the meet was at Central because Todd Helton walked over to the discus cage there mm-hmm. and uh, after, I guess, baseball practice or something. And we had a couple of guys on the team. I, I was a decent 
discus thrower, but we had a couple guys that were really good. I mean, real good. And Todd Hilton just walks over, picks it up, you know, and if anybody's ever seen somebody throw discus, you have this spin thing you do, and then you release it. And he just comes over, picks up a discus, stands in the cage, and doesn't do any of that, just throws it and out throws everybody. <laughs> I, I mean, it wasn't That's even sickening. The guy was an absolute freak. That's gross, of man. Nature. Isn't that gross? <laughs> I just stood there thinking, I, I, this is a level of talent that I've never seen before. TC, you're like you're a musician, right? So I, a friend of mine, who I just know is a guitar player, picked my mandolin up one day, and he asked me if he could first because pe- most people aren't going to touch somebody's instrument without asking him. And I said, sure. And he started playing on it, and I was like, you sound a million times better than I ever have at that instrument. Like, it just pissed me off. I, mean, I was just like, that's not fair. That's not, I work at it. You don't work. That's not fair. Yeah, and that's kind of what we're I talking about. You made a great point earlier today, yeah. Tony. Though when you said how many people have this God-given ability, but just don't have the work ethic that it takes to really see that God-given ability flourish and, and be what it could be. Yeah, and and that really hit me. I I don't know that I've really thought of that before until you kind of the way that you put it in words was was huge. And I think of a guy like. J.J. McCleskey, who, or or others, you know, Will Overstreet, you know, I, yeah. I don't want to name other people's, but that just outworked people, and they did have ability, but their ability was so much greater because of their work ethic. And they just keep getting, and I appreciate you, thank you, brother, they just keep getting, it was good hearing from you, they just keep, keep rising, you know? There, there's reasons why the NFL, take that sport, for instance, is full of free agents, that are having careers, weren't drafted. There's reasons why in college football there are guys in Division Three and on NAIA schools that are going to play in the NFL. And these D1 guys who came in through the front door with every advantage won't. I mean, it's, uh, it's interesting. If you stop and think about it, it's pretty interesting. Here's our two i got to do one legal, so we'll do a legal ID, and then we'll keep the calls coming. Hang right there. So we're celebrating on John Adams' absence today. Uh, he, he couldn't make it. So we're celebrating. And by the way, Jennifer Morris presents his absence. Springtime is right around the corner. And her website is nextmovesmokymountains.com. And Jen's super cool. But springtime's right around the corner. And if you're in the market to buy... And you're planning to wait till those spring flowers bloom in a few months? Do not do that. Look, the springtime market is going to be wild. And you may end up in multiple offer land again if you want to buy a house. Don't do that. If you've got to wait till springtime to get prepared to buy or sell, call Jennifer, look her up now, and get together. So you're not overwhelmed. Game plan. Jennifer wants to take you under wings, Joshy boy. Take you under wings. That's Jennifer Morris over at Keller Williams. You're dealing with somebody local. We were exchanging texts. And she was sharing with me that 
the spring weather or the uh, the weather we've had the last couple weeks. She was in Fountain City. She was snowed in like we were. She called it gross. I agree with that. Next move, SmokyMountains.com. Hey, Dixon, could you imagine living in like a buffalo where that is your reality for like five months out of the year? And you have two teams to watch and one of them just gives you nothing but heartbreak. And the other one hadn't won a Stanley Cup in their whole entire existence. I I could not, Tone. I, I don't do cold weather very well. And I that, that would be miserable. Bino called me a crank on Monday. He said, you sound like a stir-crazy oh, you, you, crank. You were in an awful mood to start that show. He called that me a stir-crazy crank. Very he called me a stir-crazy crank <laughs> after the show was over. He said, you sounded like a stir-crazy. <laughs> he, he wasn't wrong. Well, if he had been were, snowed in for I don't know how many days. And, you were expressing your love for Travis Kelsey. Ten days. Jason Kelsey, rather. I asked Laurie yesterday, I said, so... What are you going to do today? And she said, something not with you. <laughs> it was our first day out. And I said, what are you going to do? And she said, something you're not doing. Which is just a great line. Let's go back to the you phones. Know, I I don't mind occasionally having two to four inches of snow. Sure. But... It's beautiful. The kids can play in it. It covers yeah, everything. That's great. Maybe a day you can stay in. But having ice on your street for a whole week is no good. No, that can puss. No. Back to the phones we go. It makes me want to do Joel MB at the World when he does the Degeneration X. Hello and welcome into our next call. Hey, Tony. It's Parker. Parker. What's up, my brother? A lot of, uh, a lot of good guys you could mention. Uh you know, and some, and you know what? You're probably going to get a lot more characters. And I love characters in sports because we're losing them. And uh, because of all the can't risk losing my, uh, you know, my uh, endorsements and wow. you know, all that crap. But, um, you know, you can mention guys like John Daly and, Guys like that, you know, just regular guys who like, you know, it's like he just, well, he probably did just come come out of the bar to go shoot shoot 18. Interesting. But my guy, and I'm not even a fan of this team. In fact, I hate this team. This is the only guy I've ever rooted for on this team. Uh, but Tom Landry, when this guy walked into camp as an undrafted free agent with his shoes, his cleats tied, slung around his shoulders, said he knew he had a football player. And that's the great Bill Bates. That's so great, man. All he did was stay with the, all he did was play for the uh, first three coaches the Cowboys ever had. That's it. Just the first three. Just the first three. Tom Landry, Jimmy Johnson, and Barry Switzer. Can you imagine... And here's oh, a guy that's, from that's probably the best one today. Here, here's a guy from Farragut High School. Here's a guy that revolutionized the concept of special teams stars and players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as a kid, I hated hey, him. Hey. As a kid, I hate, we used to say in my house, Bentley Bates, Bentley Bates. We used to mock hey. the way the announcers would talk about him. 
and then you grow like you're saying you get you get a little age on you and you go gaw i respect that guy and here's the disservice to his legacy yeah. actually him getting run over by herschel walker which everybody did in college exactly that's a disservice to that guy exactly play, play his play his uh his uh his pro film really well put by you man hey guys have a good one. love you thanks Eight six five two hundred five four zero two. Back to our phones we go. In honor of Jawan Jennings today, the topic is not not the best, but God, I love that guy. Not the best, but God, I love I love watching that athlete. Not doesn't it be the best? Maybe it is the best. But Jawan Je- that Vandy game. Jawan Jennings was asked about, uh, or the, his head coach was asked about. Jawan Jennings blocking that guy into the Gatorade. And he said, that's him in every practice. That's what he does. In fact, our DBs came to me and in, in his first camp and said, this guy's showing us up, man. you got to get get this guy. And he said, oh, I sat him down and showed him the film. This is who we drafted. He's not showing anybody up. He's being him. And by the way, he's going to finish every block because that's what we teach our people. And that's the culture we want. And this guy, that's what he does. And one thing that his coach said, and I'll let you hear it later on, but one thing that he said is he just walks back to the huddle. Like, you don't see Jennings engaged in, very seldom do you see him engaged in the verbal stuff. Very seldom. Back to the phones we go. Hello and welcome in. You're on the air. Hey, Tony. Hey, Freddie Jack. Welcome in. Hey. Hey, can you play a little uh, no-show Jones in honor of uh, John Adams? Interesting. <laughs> I miss I miss John. I savor John. I savor his bouquet like a fine wine, and I am counting the days till his return. He's a staple of this uh, Basilio family. He's a, av- absolutely a loose screw in our. He's like uh, he's in our like body. Spaghetti to your meatballs. Matt, are you going to let this guy do the Italian slurs on me? Matt, are you going to sit there and just take that? Probably giggle at it? Um, well, I'm, I'm giggling, but Brian's the one with the button. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand why. Okay, whatever. It all comes back to me, doesn't it? It all comes back to the spaghetti. The real question and- is, would, would Chris Burke engage, engage in this kind of stuff, or would he be confrontational? Well, you know, he's pretty non-confrontational, according to my uh, tclub.team blog today. Tony, the, the, the person, or the guy you're looking for, does he have to be gone pro? Does he have to be in the pros? No. Or can it be anybody you want it to be. Oh, okay. Well, I, I missed a little bit of the show, and I don't know if this guy's been mentioned, but uh-huh. he has one of the great plays mm-hmm. in all-time Vols history. They'll never be forgotten. Mm-hmm by the ball fan mm-hmm. against Alabama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know who I'm talking about. Billy Jarvis texted me earlier. He said, Tony, if Dale Jones's name isn't mentioned today on the air, uh, it will be an absolute embarrassment to your program. He said, are you going to mention Dale Jones's name? And I said, no. I said, somebody with wonderful credibility will call and name his name. Or somebody like you. 
Hey, I was just thinking about that plane. It gave me some chills. Isn't that cool? And Dale Jones, when he, uh, last year, that Alabama game, when he gave that impassioned speech before Tennessee's win, when he broke down and cried on the air, people thought that was some staged thing. Hey, Matt Dixon, was that staged when Dale Jones cried on the air that day? Are you kidding? No, that wasn't staged. I've had people tell me that. That was oh, awesome. You guys, how'd you get him to do that? And I said, get him to do that. What are you talking about? You talk about a guy that came from this soil, that identifies with this place, that loves this place. I mean, there's no way. No way coming out of high school he should have been playing at Tennessee. He worked. He worked. He worked. Made himself into the player yep. that he was. Yep. Uh, and to your point, the fact that he was not an NFL player has zero bearing. And that's what I always say about college football. To me, it has zero bearing on what you did here. Whether Chris Lofton, does it matter to me that he never put an NBA uniform on? Absolutely not. No. Has no bearing on how much I love Chris Lofton. And and you talk about a guy who gives me chills when I think about his time here. Hey, Tony, uh, uh, that was a really good program yesterday. That was uh, that was kind of, you got a Hall of Fame program going with a Hall of Fame player, you know. You had, yeah, man, you had the, it was really You wonderful. had the Hall of Fame guest on yesterday. Yeah, it was really, it was really wonderful. I mean, uh you know, Watson was great. Mark Griffin was great. Tony Vitello was great. And then Chris Burke came on here and testified in the third hour. I mean, the whole thing was really great. And then I mean, sandwich in, the, in between That's some the Mount Rushmore right there. And then sandwich in between some really, really wacko callers. And you had the Hall of Fame caller, the Titans Bill. Yep. First, first caller. Yep. Hey, do you think uh, which has more uh, Titans Bill? Mount Rushmore women or the Baseball Hall of Fame? Who has more on it? There's no, there's no way the Titans Bills list of women is less than 300. <laughs> Titans Bills Mount Rushmore probably stretches from California to New York to Rome. <laughs> Titans Bills. You talk about it like a guy that goes just, under the. St- Sounds creepy. Yeah, goes under the sea. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you talk about a guy that's just straight up creepy. Hey, one thing about it, Tony, he held on for almost two hours. He's hopefully devoted to you, you know? One hour. He got like, yeah, it was 155, and I kept him off his topic. I told told everybody on Spaces that I got to keep this guy off his topic. Yeah, I've held on an hour before, but two hours? I mean, that's uh, that's Hall of Fame worthy. Freddie Jack, you happen to be the man. Thank you, brother. All right, Tony. God Take bless. Care. God bless. I like him. He, Freddie, when he calls third hour, we can get we can go 20 minutes. But he, he had to do the spaghetti and meatballs thing on me today. He had to dunk on me, so I let him. Hello and welcome in to our next call. Our topic today in honor of Juwan Jennings in the NFC title game this week is not the best, but I love him or her. 
Who comes to mind in the world of athletics? Hi, welcome in. Hey, Tony, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Oh, man, you said the topic is uh, who was the who was a good athlete that wasn't the best, but you like him. But you love him, that's right. It's all in the eye of the beholder. There are no wrong answers here. Uh, actually, I got two. I got one in Tennessee, and I got one in professional sports. Hit it at Tennessee. He kind of got. He kind of got put. A, I guess I'm kind of kind of part of new generation. He got kind of put under the uh, under the radar with the teammates he had with Schofield and Grant Williams. But Jordan Bowden was a really good player to me. To me, it's a he perfect example of that. Great, a great teammate, Jordan Bowden. That's a great one, Zakai. Yeah, I feel like he was. I mean, he was pretty exciting too. He had some really good dunks. He could really yep. play too. He, he was, could really he get up. Yeah, I wonder where Jordan Bowden is these days. I wonder if he's playing overseas somewhere. I would imagine he is. If one of y'all want to Google him, that's that's pretty cool. Who's your second one, Zakai? Uh, in the professional ranks, yep. it's uh, <laughs> it's actually somebody from your team, uh, Patrick Beverly. You like this? To me, you know, because like, he's, he's, he's just messy. That's what makes him fun to me. Like, he's not really a good basketball player, so to say. I guess for the professional. I guess yes. I mean, he makes him. He's got to be someone good. Yes. But as far as, like, the actual skill level that he is now, he's just, like, it, the fact that he's still in the league. It's so me, hilarious. A- so I listened to this um, podcast called Rights to Ricky Sanchez, which is a Sixers podcast. And they, and they crack on Pat Bev because – First of all, when he's out there, you know he's out there. He never shuts up. He's never committed a foul. He's a complete pest. And there's something about him that's, like you said, there's something about the guy that's just really endearing because he plays like, if I had the chance to play NBA basketball, that's how I would play. It would look like a total mess. He's like the everyday man out there. You know what I mean, Zakai? Mm-hmm. So I I I feel you on that. I feel you on your choice. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, those those are right too. But also, I think I had a little business on the show while I'm here. If little, that's okay with you, little business. Take do a little business. Go ahead. We're here for business. <laughs> so, what uh, uh, about family members? Uh, you heard my call last week, right? Heard and, your call. You yeah. came on here and uh, you. I think you used the term "these nuts" toward me. But go ahead, continue. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you were a little upset last week with me, Zakai. I kind of liked it, man. You were, but what? Uh, what did one of your family members say to you? What was the? She wanted me to actually. Come, I can't disclose who, but she wanted me to actually come on here and apologize for my words, the choice of words. No, you tell her. You tell her that we're one big radio family, and if you ever step out of line, I'll let you know when you do, and you'll face the wrath of our commissioner. But no, you. You telling me last week what is wrong with you? Don't you dare go soft on Alabama. No, I I I heard your words. I <laughs> that night I was making my popcorn at night and I started laughing and uh Anthony looks over because what are you laughing at? And I said, I'm just thinking about how Zakai told me to get on D's and he goes, What? <laughs> and I was just laughing at what's I was laughing to myself about it because that's just like how my brain works. I don't know, man. So you you tell your uh, family member that uh, there's no need to apologize. I thought you were comical. I, I liked your uh, I liked your show of whatever it was, like emotion, and 
It's good. It's what sports are about. Yeah, sometimes it happens, especially with them bammers. They'll do it to you. No doubt about it. Thank you, my brother. Yeah, the bammers, we got, listen, we're all in this together. There is a golden opportunity. Tomorrow we're going to talk about this. There are three coaches in in college football that currently hold national championships. Three. That's it. One of them's never going to win it again. Uh, Mac Brown at North Carolina. That's not going to happen. He's not the school he wanted at. The other two are Floby Smart. Floby Smart at Georgia. A guy who makes like thirteen million dollars and gets his hair cut at sports clips. Now I can't make fun of hair. I mean I look like Uncle Fester in training right now. And the other guy has, is choosing not to participate in modern college football. I think it's safe to say, Matt, that uh, the other guy will not win a championship. Safe to say? The guy at Clemson, he's done winning national championships, or or is it premature? Yes, unless unless he adapts to the to the portal and, and the NIL stuff, he's, he's, not, he's not winning another no. one. He might make a playoff or two, but... He's, he's not really competing for a national title. And, and what doesn't make any sense to me about this guy's stance is they cheated like crazy to build their teams. Tony, how do you... Because I, I know that. I don't think that. I K-N-O... Like, I know that. In 48 point. Bold point. Tony, are you saying you know... I know that. And people around... People, you just ask people. They know that. That's the thing that doesn't make any sense to me about Dabo Swinney. There's like a disconnect there. But the point is, and back to the real point, let's not bury the lead here. The lead is this. There are a bunch of young coaches and coaches that are going to win national championships in, in the coming years. Kirby, Kirby, sports clips can't win them all. And there's only so many flobies to go around. So somebody else has to win some championships. Who's it going to be? Thrataji's right. Brian, it's true. You think about that. Who's it going to be? There are opportunities abounding right now. It is wide open. Is the guy at Florida State going to win one? Maybe. Guy at Miami, is he going to win one? Maybe. Somebody's got to win them. James Franklin finally going to win one? Is Ryan Day finally going to get off the pot? You know, I mean, I'm naming it. Is Jed Fish? He's a good coach. Not a di- dish. I mean, I, think he's I really don't know. Coach. You tell me. I, I'm just like over here. Bino, Jeff Henderson. Tomorrow, you're going to come with some goods. There are two guys, three people. What was the number? Three guys. This is wide open. This is wide Shane open, Beamer? Josh Heupel. How about the Frankie Junior? This is wide you're open, Josh Heupel. As a special teams coordinator, maybe. After this. This is Coach Trader's Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway or at ParksMotorSales.com. 
Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Noisen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. If you have Medicare and Medicaid, you may be able to get more help to cover your care and costs. A United Healthcare dual complete plan can help you get more benefits than original Medicare. Whether you choose our online tools or over the phone support, United Healthcare will help you compare options so you can choose a plan with confidence. See if you qualify for a United Healthcare dual complete plan. Call 855 UHC MORE. That's 855 UHC MORE. 855 UHC MORE. 
This is Elk Kennedy from Porch Radio. Today I am in downtown Columbia, Tennessee. I'm at Foodland. A new circular is out with specials for this week. As always, these specials will run through next Tuesday and then next Wednesday a new circular will come out. I'm speaking with Bobby Howell, assistant manager. Miles Johnson, the manager, is not feeling well and we hope we say get well, Miles, as soon as you can. Bobby Howell, tell us what's on special this week at Foodland. We have ground chuck, three forty nine a pound. Michigan grown apples, three pound bag, two for five. Domino sugar, four pound bag, two for seven. Totino's pizza rolls, two for five. And six pack Coca-Cola products, two for nine. Oh, wow, that's fantastic. And folks, Foodland is the place for guys who grill and women too, for that matter. Has a reputation as the best meat department in all of Murray County. Bobby, see you next week, man. All right, thank you. Thank you. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Our phone lines are jammed. Please stay there. Our next gentleman will visit with us for a few minutes. He's with southeastern14.com. His name's Chris Lee, but he also has a Vanderbilt uh, background as well, which is how we got to know Chris uh, down through the years. And he is a guy that I used to tell him all the time doing the Vanderbilt thing. Like you're you're too good for that, man. You need to do you need to get bigger and he's getting bigger. So Southeastern fourteen, check it out over on YouTube and what they do and the content they bring because he does a great job. Chris, you were country when it wasn't cool, as they say uh, in your uh, fair city. Uh <laughs> you told me a couple years ago that Stackhouse is a pretty good coach, but he won't work at it in recruiting. And you got people that have joined your chorus as Tennessee gets ready to play them on Saturday night. Um, welcome in, Prophet, Prophet Lee. Thank you. Uh, been the been the prophet of doom a lot lately, but um, it is what it is. When you called it, when you step out there, right, you have your background, and you, you get calls in the back channels like, hey, man, why would you say something like that? Or would you would you calm down? Would you calm down? Yeah, I mean, that, look, that's – this is the weirdest beat you can imagine. Um, the Wizard of Oz is not – an exact comparison, but there's a lot of, you know, don't pay attention to what's going on, going on over here because this is the image we want to project. And when you start going against that, it, it ruffles feathers. It, no, look, that doesn't make Vanderbilt any different than any other SEC school in some ways. The, the difference is the results have been so lousy. And I think it's forgivable when a program makes a hire and sticks with a guy and it just didn't work for whatever reason. I mean, like Chris Mack at Louisville, I, I don't know, maybe there was some red flag there why it wasn't going to work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But everything looked okay at the time. With, with Jerry Stackhouse, and I, I think he can do some good things. Um, I, I do think he's smart. But there were reasons that it probably was never going to work. And that was the, the time and approach to recruiting, number one, and just the stubbornness. He's a guy that, likes to build an echo chamber on his staff and 
if, if you're not the guy that just basically sits down and shuts up and um, never offers anything to the contrary, it, it can go okay for you. You can stick around. If you see a flaw in the system and have a better idea, um, he will let you know very quickly that's not going to fly. And, look, it's like in baseball. A guy can go on a heater and have a two-month run that looks like he's going to be the MVP. But if he's striking out 40% of the time, there's a good chance that it's going to catch up, and in time it's not going to continue to work at that level. I think that's kind of what it was with Jerry Stackhouse. They hit a heater at the end of the year. They won a bunch of close games, including um, the last time these two teams played, when Tyron Lawrence hit the buzzer beater. But that's not really sustainable over a while. And I think gravity's kind of taken its toll on the program, and, and boy, people are not very happy. You told me a couple years ago, you said this guy like blocked me on Twitter, which I thought was just, I don't know, kind of bizarre. But then other media people have told me that. Yeah. And I was like, who would take the time to do that? I mean, what are you doing? How can you possibly be focused on your job when you're worried about what people are saying about you on social media? Yeah, there's a lot more where that came from. And I don't even tweet a lot. And I'm, I'm, if I've got criticism, a lot of times I'll save it for my podcast or my board. I, I really don't think Twitter is always the, the best medium for that. Um, especially when it's a, a short take, and I kind of like to, to give my reasons why. That doesn't lend itself too well to 280 characters, but he, he's always spent too much time on that image. And, look, when you've got a basketball program that needs to be fixed, which it did from day one, that's not where you need to be spending your bandwidth. And, frankly, even for the most secure of us, Twitter's not a, not a place to, to hang out for a long time. Uh, for, for reasons good and yeah. bad, it, it can got make to you Danny, think you're. Yeah, it got to Danny White this week. It, it, it's very true. You're, yeah. you're exactly right. Yes. I mean, we, we can all fall in love with the stuff people say about us, and we can all let this stuff get us down. That's, right. That's right. That's built on half truths or access to grind away. It just and in in 2024, um, yeah, I've got a Twitter account. I'll, you'll probably ask me to give it out. I, I will go through spells while tweet a couple times and. I won't do anything for a month. I just, I don't like it. But again, that, that's, that's the world that he kind of has lived in. You look at the way he dresses. Um, he got to be best dressed coach in, in all sports, pro and college. And, um, again, that, that, that's all fine and good. I don't, I don't have anything against anybody in, in wanting to control image or look good. But when, when you're not getting it done with what you're getting paid three to four million dollars a year to do, I've got an issue with it. Saturday night, how many people? How many uh, Tennessee fans, how many Vandy fans in that place? What's it going to look like? Uh, two to one. Um, heck, maybe more. Pro- probably two to one's about right. I don't know if it's going to be, because I'm hearing the people selling tickets for for 90 bucks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if, if that means that, that, that they're sold out and... There's that many Tennessee fans wanting in the building, or that means that maybe the school is, I don't know if it would be holding back a ticket a lot, but I don't know why it would do that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just surprised a little bit the numbers on the secondary market mm-hmm. that I've seen here and there mm-hmm. because, because I know where Vandy fans are. I mean, I'm, I'm hearing people 
that bleed black and gold. And I would never root against my team. And I would never sell my tickets to opposing fans. And they're doing that. And especially Tennessee and Kentucky. And people have gotten to the point to where it's not because they hate the school or they hate the program. And Vanderbilt always does this. It always kind of forces you to, to DEFCON whatever. Um, whatever line in the sand that you would draw at Alabama or Tennessee or Florida, you know, that, that says we're, we're going to move on, they, they haven't even blinked at that point. And I keep telling people this. Everybody presumes his firing is going to be a foregone conclusion. I, I don't think it is because I know how they think and how how at odds it is with what the other 13 schools in the league think and go about things. But that, that's a long-winded way to say that I'm seeing people that, that in a million years would not sell their tickets to opposing fans or root against their team, and especially not if it's Tennessee, saying I'm going to do exactly that because I think it's the only thing uh, that, that might get a change here. I was telling you that, I won't plaster the air dam, and Billy Derrick and Plaster both have that Vandy background, and they basically just came out and said, you know, this thing Saturday could be a flashpoint, and we're basically cheering for it. And I was just like, wow. To your yeah. point, it's like emotionally they've been pushed to that because they yeah. know they don't trust that administration, kind of like what you're saying, which is uh, they, they're cheering for like 80% Tennessee fans. A full-on celebration and the Vols blow them out. They didn't say that, but that's just kind of implied. And it's you know it's terrible as a sports fan when you get put in that spot. That's terrible. Oh, and, and you know who it's worse for is is the kids on that team. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah, it's exactly for, right. For all the for all the criticisms I have of Jerry Stackhouse, and I would say the same thing about Rick Barnes. I think they both recruit pretty good kids. Yeah, um, Ezra Manion. Their, their starting point guard, from from what I know of him, you know, if, if I had a daughter in college and, and he wanted a date, or based on what I, I see of him mm-hmm. um, and know about his character, uh, you know, that that's the kind of guy I'd want her to date. That's the biggest compliment I can give anybody. Um, that that is, and, and that's when you're not doing your job as a school. You're not serving your student athletes. You're you're not doing what you say you're there to do for. This just feels to me, well, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that, but it, it's a bad spot, not just to put fans in, but I feel even worse for the kids. And listen, I like competition. Like, there's a reason why I don't watch women's basketball night in and night out, because it's not compelling. It's a bunch of blowouts. Yeah. <clears throat> and and I'm not trying to crack on the sport, whatever. Difference, if, that's, if that's your thing, if you like watching Dawn Staley, a curb stomp, <clears throat> curb stomp somebody and beat them by sixty-five points. More power to you. I, you know, I'm not telling anybody how to think, but that's my problem with that sport. Why Vanderbilt would choose to not participate in college basketball? Like Matt Dixon just put a thing up on our screen. Why didn't Jerry Stackhouse two years ago get two young recruiters that want to hang out with an NBA uh, legendary basketball player, and you know a bunch would? And go get some hired guns on his staff, and go get some basketball players. Everybody else is doing it. It's not like we're coming with some revolutionary deal. But he decided early on that's not what he was going to do. It just doesn't make any sense. None of that makes any sense. And why Vanderbilt would do what they're doing with their basketball program? 
it only takes two players to be good at the sport. I mean, you don't even, in this day and age, you don't need like seven great players. You get a couple decent players. Go play. Well, the short answer is it's it, it's his ego. He wants to be the guy. He wants to be the lead dog. He, he wants everybody kind of bowing down to that. And, and maybe if somebody comes in and I don't know if upstages him is the right word. He's a he's a weird guy. He's a smart guy. I've never heard of that. What you're saying? I I, I have some thoughts. I'm gonna I'm gonna put the filter on here. But yeah, there's 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 a reason why his staffs are the way they are. There's a reason he doesn't go out and just get what you just said, and it, it all points back to him. But I wanted to hit something else you said too, because Tony, you you you've covered Tennessee a long time. You've yes, been there. Yes. You remember the Wade Houston days, of course, yes. and and it, 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 it's sad to see any program. I, I don't care what you feel about a team; it's kind of sad to see any program go through what they went through when it just you go to the gym every night and and you got no chance, and nobody's there. When when a program hits that point, it's not good for the league. And you saw it with Tennessee baseball. Tennessee baseball was irrelevant for a long time. The league is better now because Tennessee's good and competitive in baseball. Right. I don't think I don't care how much your allegiance runs orange and white or black and gold. I think a lot of people can can take off those those glasses and want it to be better because it's just really. It's really not good forever. Like if Tennessee walks into Vanderbilt and wins that game by by thirty points, what's it really meant? Now, if Vanderbilt is is top twenty five, Tennessee wins in walks in and wins that game by by a point or two. It means a lot. I just think when you let programs sink to the level that theirs has sunk to, it just takes a lot of the fun out of it for everybody. That is my point entirely. You said it. Like, I'm looking forward to Saturday. We're going to be on with Garza Law, Tennessee basketball overtime, doing our thing after the game. And and the, the curiosity about the game is not the game itself, but the constitution of the crowd. It's not yeah. good. It's not good, Chris. That's not, I mean, that's just not, that's not good for anybody. Uh, and, you know, and by how much does Tennessee win the game and how do they use Dalton Connect in the game and how many does he score, but, you know, versus, hey, this is a robust environment with a 70-30 crowd, 80-20 crowd, where, boy, it's really hard to win in that place and it's hard to get a win there. And But uh, Brian Hartman has something he wants to add and then Chris has to roll. Go ahead, Brian. Yeah, I don't know if this speaks to the culture, but Miles Studi and Jordan Wright were pretty good players there and were key in the late season run. They were close to getting a Vanderbilt degree, but they chose to leave. I believe Jordan Wright went back to Louisiana and played really LSU. Miles Studi to South Carolina. Yep. Is uh, does that speak to maybe a culture problem there? Why did why do you think those players leave? Was it to get to get another was was it because of a relationship with Stackhouse? What do you think happened there? 
Uh, yeah, it, it does point to a culture problem. I think you you hit a lot of the answers in your question. And look, both those players have, have been better at their next stops than they were last year, which which also points to coaching. And look, and those are two kids that are that are good kids. Jordan Wright, in particular, really good kid. Now, the Jordans was a little more. There's a little more to it. He's from Baton Rouge. So it was a chance to, to get a vanity degree and go home. And, and maybe it would have happened anyway. I don't know. And, and Studi was a kid that I never liked his on-court persona. I thought he was a little bit of a dirty player. But off the floor, uh, the, the things that people said about him were, were far different. And, again, those, those are kids that vanity can't be losing. But, but they did. And that's just a lot of the reason they are where they are. Southeastern14.com, Chris and his gang cover the league from pillar to post and give it to you unfiltered. Uh, Share with uh, the living listener how they can find you. Yeah, go to YouTube, search for Southeastern14. We cover football, baseball, basketball, wall-to-wall. We are having a blast with SEC basketball. Um, We do do power rankings every week. We do predictions on all the games. we, we, if you want to watch our power rankings and have some fun, especially with um, with midweek games in the in the rearview mirror, go go watch our power rankings. I was I was the guy that had Tennessee first uh, in the power rankings this week, uh, but and, and what what was a close vote? But we we not only give it to you in a way we hope is kind of entertaining, but we really spend a lot of time watching the games and putting thought into it. So if, if you're looking for for stuff on the balls. Um, you know, stay with the guys that, that you listen to on the station. They're going to know Tennessee better than I am. But if you just want a a good idea of what's going on in the league at the at the thirty thousand foot level, I think we're we're pretty good at giving that to people, and I hope they'll check it out. You guys do a great job uh, covering the league, and uh, Chris Lee, you're the best. And I hope you have a Dwight Gooden. And it was an absolute pleasure breaking it down scientifically with you. Hey, always a pleasure. Uh, God bless you guys, and thanks for having me on. Thank you, my friend. You be blessed as well. The great Chris Lee, who pulls no punches. He told me off the air that he was unblocked by Stackhouse now. So, Is that a thing, Matt, you can block and then unblock? And Does that still count as a block yes. in the standings? Like when you're, when you're tallying up the box where if you block somebody and then unblock them, do you still get credit for a block? And then if you block yeah, him probably. again, if you block him again, Matt, is that two blocks? Um, I, I guess you could, yeah, in a way you can count it as two, yeah. Kind of like when the late great Moses Malone used to throw tip, tip the ball up to himself and get three rebounds on one shot and then lead the league in rebounds every year. Not that I'm ripping Moses Malone, but he did it. That was kind of his... Kind of his brand. At any rate, we're going to come back. 865-200-5402. I am way overdue. I got, like, crossed in my schedule and didn't manage my time. So, please, callers, please bear with me. Look, I'll, I'll follow my sword here. But we are going to do a TLD logistics overdrive, overtime. Plus, Berkey was wordy. I'm not going to lie to you. Berkey got me off my schedule in hour one. Um, and, you know, as Chris Burke will do. But we are talking about... Jawan Jennings and the fact that he got max love from his coach yesterday uh, in a press conference. And we've taken the opportunity to drill down on not the best, but athletes I love. Not the best. That'd be the best. It can be the best. These can be like, you know, Hall of Fame professional athletes. Or 
can be somebody like a Jordan Bowden that got mentioned earlier. A J.J. McCleskey who got mentioned earlier. The great Bill Bates who got mentioned earlier. A great, uh, a, the great Dale Jones. Or Charles Barkley who's a Hall of Famer. But uh, we'll continue to talk about it and break it down scientifically as we roll back after the- this is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. Celebrate love with Tillis Jewelry's exclusive Valentine's Day Pink Box Special. Surprise your special someone with an exquisite piece from our collection, elegantly presented in a charming pink box. Each box comes with delectable chocolates and is adorned with a beautiful white bow. My name is Jenna, and this Valentine's Day, let's make it unforgettable. Because when you choose Tillis, you're not just giving a gift, you're creating a moment that will be cherished forever. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today. 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. 
This is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager at Columbia Ace Hardware. We have changed our store hours to better serve our community. Columbia Ace Hardware is now open from 7 to 7, Monday through Friday, from 8 to 4 on Saturday, and closed on Sunday. Come see us at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard and let us show you customer service that can only be found at Columbia Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. Don't let pain keep you out of the game. Murray Regional Physical Therapy's experienced team of therapists can help you recover from surgery, injury, or illness by designing a plan that meets your unique needs. We utilize state-of-the-art equipment and proven techniques to help you get back to doing the things you love. Schedule a consultation at any of our convenient Southern Middle Tennessee locations by calling 931-380-4014. Murray Regional Health, where clinical excellence meets compassionate care. In Tuscaloosa, we live by the blue-collar basketball motto. Stepping back, deep three, bottom. Hard work. Two on one, driving, stepping through, tough shot, got it to go. Dedication. Front court to the rack. Oh! And teamwork. Play the song for the champions of the Southeastern Conference. Join us for every game right here on your home for Alabama basketball. Right here, Saturdays on WKOM 101.7 FM. Debbie Matthews Realtor and her husband Jason, who is a pro songwriter, also own a music publishing company. They live in historic downtown Columbia with their dogs. Dog rescue work is their passion project. They consider Middle Tennessee their backyard and their lives are full of all things Tennessee. Debbie says there is no greater honor than to help someone find a home. To be trusted with that job, there is no greater privilege. Call Debbie at the Nashville Realty Group, 615-476-3224, 615-476-3224. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM, Columbia. TB, back with you, 865-200-5402. I've got Matt Dixon with us on a Thursday, along with the incomparable Brian Hartman. There's only one. The incomparable Jennifer Morris. There's only one. Keller Williams. Her website is nextmovesmokymountains.com. She presents Sean Adams' absence today and wants to encourage you not to wait if you're going to get in the game. Get with her right now. Get a winning game plan, kind of like the one Tennessee put together for Alabama because uh, Auburn let Alabama drive at will last night, Matt. They, they didn't get the memo on, the, on uh, how to defend that Alabama bunch, or aren't able to execute it the way the Vols were. 
Yeah, I, I just don't think defensively they have they they had the capability to do what Tennessee did. Incredible. And they're play, playing on the road um, in a kind of a, a, a spot that Alabama really needed to win. Um, and they n- nearly pulled it out late, but they were, I mean, Alabama was the better team for the mo- most of that game. It was, and Alabama hit a bunch of, hit a bunch of threes early. It was really a great college basketball the, game is what that was last night. I, I think Bruce might started. be two and seven in Tuscaloosa or yeah. something like that. I looked it up. Yeah. So he had, he doesn't have a great record there. It wouldn't surprise me. Right out here. See later. It's a great atmosphere there. Let's get our next call in. Pouring I mean, down how rain. How many college-educated hard hats did it take to change that light bulb? Hello and welcome into our Jesus. Hello and welcome into our next call. Hello, Tony. You're on the air. Welcome in. I have two uh, in mind for uh, some of these. Maybe not the best, but they they sure would be my favorites. Yes, sir. That would be Tony Thompson and Travis Stevens. I'd pick them in a heartbeat if they were on my team. Right. They never gave up. They were undersized, but they were probably the most aggressive runners for their size that UT's ever had. I love both of those. Both guys were a credit to the sport. You're going to make Cinco smile. And you can really sing, man. Who's that? Me? Yeah. Aren't you? Aren't, isn't this Brian, my singer? Yeah, that's me. Yeah. You're, you're, well, you, thank you very much. That I, video I you sent that. me was incredible, man. Well, you sang me. I you sent. Uh, I did it my way. You were belting into that microphone. Yeah. Well, I, every now and then, uh, when my wife lets me, I go sing karaoke. <laughs> I bet that's really fun. I bet that's fun to be able to sing like that. Well, it, it is. It's just a hobby, you know. It's nothing big, but I do appreciate you saying that. Give me a bar of it. You haven't warmed your voice up, but I want the I want the listeners to hear this. Well, uh, my wife and son are in here, so they I'll have to shut the door so I won't blow their ears off. All right. Okay. Yeah, give me a little my way. <laughs> and now the end is near, and so I face the final <laughs> curtain. How about that? You're the man, brother. Thank you. Appreciate you sharing today. <laughs> Hey, thank you, and thanks for taking my call. You're the man. 865-200-5402. Let's go back to our phones. If you want to jump in, 865-200-5402. The deal is this. We are going to do a TLD Logistics Overdrive Overtime. And let's go back to the phones and get our next call in. Hi, you're on the air. Tony B., this is Robert in Clarksville. Welcome in, Clarksville. Tony B., I don't know if I can go behind Brian, but I'm glad that he gave that shout-out to Travis Stevens. from. Ain't Clark that Coast something, Tennessee. boy? Ain't that something? You're, you you're, you crossed my mind when he ever, whenever we shout out a Clarksville athlete. <laughs> Tony, I just got to give uh, praise. I, I'm so glad that you brought up uh, the game last night between Auburn and Alabama. What a great game. Um, it was a great game, and I really love the fact that our guys you know, on our basketball team I really think Rick Barnes and his coaching staff know how to shut down these running gun basketball teams, and I hope it continues the rest of the year. Well, it's weird. It was weird watching Auburn because I'm watching that last night, and I'm going, why are they letting them do that? Because everything, like Matt says, is a three ball or a layup, and they were not running them off that three-point line, and perhaps they're just not capable. Maybe Tennessee's 
guards are so big and they make it look so easy and they're so athletic. Stay right there, Rod. I want to say to the radio listener, I love you. I appreciate you. Uh, tomorrow we'll be back. Bino, Jeff Henderson will be with me, but listen anyway. Uh, we will um, Tomorrow we've got some interesting stuff. We're going to talk about Matt's article that he wrote on Tennessee football tomorrow and really drill down on expectations. What are the expectations? What should be the expectations? What are and should they be? And the, And that is a moving target, by the way, which we'll discuss as well. But in the meantime, enjoy your Thursday. Tclub.team is where you find us, and it's where the conversation continues. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia.